guys, and welcome to Basement Sports Talk, my first podcast um, of this series. Uh, how this is going to go is basically I'm going to talk all sports, um, college basketball, NBA, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit of MLS, uh, English Premier League, um, uh, La Liga, Spanish soccer, um, possibly some German and French soccer. Um, uh, coming up, we have the World Cup, so we'll be talking that. Um, we'll be talking NASCAR, uh, college football when it comes back, uh, just basically all sports, what's going on, what's relevant, and uh, what you guys want to hear. So uh, basically how this is going to go, I'm going to start off by giving you a rundown of what's what's uh, scores of yesterday, uh, upcoming games today, and Many sports will only hit the relevant sports or relevant teams, so I won't go into like the A Sun, Florida Gulf Coast University uh, baseball scores uh, unless I unless I get DMs uh, to my Instagram, which is basement dot sports talk. Um, if I get DMs saying, "Can you hit this team next podcast?" I just want to see what's going on or continuously. Um, I'll do that for you guys, um, but whatever you guys are enjoying, uh, I will hit. <clears throat> so to start off, we're going to hit the most relevant sport right now, which is college basketball. As we all know, the big dance is coming up, uh, the tournament. Uh, the selection show is on Sunday, I believe. Um, so that should be fun. I believe there's some games coming to where I am, so hopefully I can get to uh, one of those, maybe. I don't know. Um, but, so let's get started. Uh, yesterday, we this is, a, this is the top 25 teams. Virginia takes down Clemson 64-58. Villanova absolutely annihilated Butler 87-68. I was watching that game early in the first half, and Villanova was up 28-8. to So, yeah, Villanova seems to be strong once again this year. Uh, the overtime in the big other, other Big East semifinal, Providence and number three-ranked Xavier. 75-72 Xavier upset by Providence, um, who went 10-8 and in the Big East. So they're going to get a shot to play Villanova. Maybe they can make a tournament run. And do something. Uh, one of the best rivalries in sports, North Carolina and Duke in basketball. Uh, in the ACC semifinal, uh, really with this series, this year it hasn't been very close. It's been going either way. Like this score, 69-74. I mean, it is a five. It's it's only a five-point uh, gap, but I mean, you're still looking at in past years. Uh, it's just been closer, so I think this series is really coming down to who's got the momentum going into it. Is Duke is Duke winning five straight and then playing North Carolina, who lost a game to Syracuse before that, or something like that? <clears throat> it just really seems like momentum is what is going to win this game. In the quarterfinals for the American Conference, uh, number eight Cincinnati takes down SMU 61-51. Number 
Number nine, Kansas in the Big 12 semifinal, 83-67. And coming to the Big 12 final brings me to Trey Young, I believe his name is, the point guard for Oklahoma, who was really hot at the beginning of the season. Um, he was knocking down threes like no one's business. Everyone was like, this kid's the, the future of Big 12 basketball. And then it just seemed like he tanked after the uh, loss to Oklahoma State. It, it just seemed like he tanked and didn't, didn't do anything. Um, he was only scoring like 18 points a game. They, they got knocked out by Oklahoma State the first round of their tournament. So I'm not surprised that um, I'm, I'm not surprised that that happened. Uh, so Oklahoma just kind of tanked, but Kansas beats Kansas State 83-67. Moving on to the American, other American quarterfinal, number 11 Wichita State beats Temple 89-81. Tennessee beats Mississippi State in the SEC quarterfinal, uh, 62-59. Uh, this is a really, really good game between two ranked Big 12 uh, competitors, um, West Virginia and Texas Tech. 18 for West Virginia and 14 Texas Tech. Um, really good game, 66-63. West Virginia takes that one. Arizona, despite everything that's been going on surrounding them, uh, 78-67 over UCLA. The Iron, the Iron Bowl of basketball. You would have never thought uh, that I, I would have never thought that Alabama would be making a run like this. Uh, uh, they, they beat Auburn 81-63. And Auburn this year, they've been a shaky team. I don't see how they're 16th. Um, I put them in more like 24, to be honest. Uh, they lose to Alabama right here. They lost to South Carolina earlier in the year. Um. They lost to Temple at the beginning of the year, which I guess, I guess that's not as bad as losing to them, as losing midweek, something like that. But they also took a loss to Alabama earlier in the year, Texas A&M, South Carolina. They went back-to-back -back losses with Florida and Arkansas. So I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure about how they're um, right there. The American quarterfinal, Houston, number 21, Houston. Um, 84-56 over UCF. Uh, San Diego State knocks off number 22 Nevada in the Mountain West semifinal. Um, that's 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 a, that's a great that's a great win I guess for San Diego State beating a number 22 team that only took seven losses this year. 90-73 uh, for San Diego State. They move on to the finals in the Mountain West. Uh, the, the last of the SEC quarterfinals, Florida and Arkansas. Number 23, Florida loses by 8 to Arkansas, 80-72. to 72. And the A-10 quarterfinal featuring number 25, Rhode Island. They knock off VCU 76-67. to 67. Moving on to our next sport, we're going to go and we're going to look at um, some NFL free agency, see what's going on. Of course, the Browns making three very big moves early in free agency. Um, free agency does not kick off till the 14th at 4. So uh, we'll also cover the draft, um, see what's going on there. Um, Justin Ellis with a three-year deal with the Raiders. This one, very big right here. Cornerback Demaryius Randall and Deshaun Kaiser are going to switch. Uh, Kaiser goes 
to the uh, Green Bay Packers. Tyrod Taylor to the um, Browns as well. Um, Elmas Dumerville. I haven't really gotten this one. It was a little short. Uh, San Francisco is parting ways with 34-year-old who led them with 6.5 sacks this season and has 105.5 in his 11-year career. So I guess they're moving on from Elmas Dumerville. So he becomes, I guess, a free agent. And the Browns' final very big move, the uh, Browns trading two picks for Jarvis Landry, which, I mean, are the Dolphins honestly trying to lose their playoff position? Because it, it, it's, it's um, how can I put this? They're trying to get themselves out of beating New England. They beat New England last year on Monday Night Football. Now, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a sign that we're getting somewhere? And why would you trade? So then why would you go and trade probably your best, if not probably, I'd say a top five receiver in the league? No money would argue that. I guess you could think of Odell Beckham without injuries, one of the best. Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, of course. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Jarvis Landry's a number four wide receiver in the NFL. And they're going to send him to Cleveland where he'll most likely rot. Um, the Buccaneers give Mike Evans an $82.5 million extension, which includes $55 million guaranteed. So that's huge for the Buccaneers in their so-called rebuilding process. I think they're, I think they're building just fine. Get, many people would argue this point as well, that Jameis Winston is a good quarterback. I think they need to get someone different in there. He's not the guy. They also need to get a backfield in there, and they need to tweak the defense a little bit. Um, the Bengals declined pickup option on Adam Jones, so I guess he's off too. Um, one of the bigger trades, um, Eagles trade wide receiver Torrey Smith to Panthers, to Panthers for Daryl Worley. Um, me being a Panthers fan, that excites me because now we have someone to kind of compliment Devin Funches and just really build that wide receiving core. I feel like, though, we're, fo- we're focusing too much on the wide receivers, and that's who we were predicted to get. So we were predicted to get a wide receiver from SMU. I don't remember his name in the first round of the draft. So that opens it up a little bit more. I'd say go for a secondary player or a big, a, a big running back, a built running back. Um, I, I wish we could trade up against Jaquan Barkley, but it looks like he's going to go to the Browns. And uh, now, that, now that I see it, the Browns with, with uh, Jaquan Barkley, Tyrod Taylor, Jarvis Landry, that could be a mean duo. I, I want to I see who they take at the fourth pick. Um, we got Daryl Rowley going to go to the Eagles. Um, <clears throat> next up, the Seattle Seahawks releasing Richard Sherman. As I said, I'm a Panthers fan. And as I said, we just traded away Daryl Worley. I'd love to see Richard Sherman come here. As much as I don't really like him after he had that rant a couple of years ago, he seems to be he seems to be cleaning up as from that that mean muscle yelling at the camera um uh guy. And I, th- I think if the Panthers have the money 
I feel like that may be a good move. Um, this is kind of irrelevant. Matt Castle released from the Tennessee Titans. Um, have, going back to Thursday, Akib Tlaib to the Rams for a fifth round pick. Now are the Broncos as well as the Dolphins trying to just avoid the playoffs? I mean, are you serious? A fifth round pick for Akib Tlaib? I, I don't. I don't see how that that is that is anywhere compromisable to both teams. I mean, the Rams are getting a key to leave, but a 2018 fifth-round pick, what are, the, what are the Broncos looking to do with that? What, who, who were they like, oh, he'll be there in the fifth round. Let's pick up a fifth-round pick for a key to leave. I mean, that, that's just outrageous. I don't see why they would, they would mess up that defense. Ryan Fitzpatrick to return to the Bucks. Um, DeMarco Murray released from the Tennessee Titans. Um... Yeah, I don't see where he could go. Um, he had he had a couple of really good seasons in Philadelphia, but now he's gonna part ways with the Titans. Uh, I'd love I'd love to see where he goes. Uh, but that also means for the Titans that uh, Derrick Henry will get a little bit of playing time. Um, Marquise Goodwin, three-year extension. Uh, not much else. Players that got franchised. Uh, the franchise tag. Of course, big in the NFL. Demarcus Lawrence tagged from the Cowboys. Steelers franchise for the second consecutive year. Le'Veon Bell. Lamarcus Joyner uh, tagged from the Rams. Ezekiel Anish tagged. And uh, Jarvis Landry was tagged, now uh, traded. So, uh, yeah, that about covers it for the NFL. Um, not much else is going on. We'll look at NBA scores now. Um, so uh, let's see what all happened yesterday in the NBA as we near the playoffs. Two teams, the Celtics and Raptors, I believe. I don't know. Raptors and Celtics, I believe, have already punched their ticket to the playoffs. Um, but let's get it going. Bill, uh, Bill, Bulls, 83-99, losing to the Pacers, or Pistons, excuse me. So uh, Pistons pull away with another win. Uh, next year, I see them being good with Griffin. Make a couple of, make a couple of off-season deals, and I see the Pistons being good. Now to the Pacers, 112-87 over the Hawks. They're five and twelve, five and twenty-seven away. The Hawks. I mean, that's that's about as bad as the Charlotte 49ers basketball overall record. So sorry about that, Charlotte. But hopefully, with um, a new athletic director, they'll be a bit better. Raptors win by three over the Rockets, 108-105. Jazz beat the Grizzlies, 95-78. Giannis onto. I'm not even gonna try. Greek Freak shows up. Uh, Chris Basporzingis, 120-112. <clears throat> Wizards pick up a win over the Pelicans, interestingly enough, 116-97. Lakers battled it out with the Nuggets. Nuggets calling away with a little bit of a stretch here. We'll have to look at the standings here in a minute. 125-116, Nuggets win. Warriors, 51-15. and Nearing towards the playoffs, it's 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 getting scary for them. Without 
I mean, they're just not playing their best basketball. 125-108 Trailblazers win that one. Um, Kings beat the Magic 94-88, and the Clippers beat the Cavs 116-102. The Cavaliers need to pick up their act, or I don't see them making the playoffs in two years. So let's look at the standings as of now. Um, Milwaukee, surprisingly, is in that eighth spot. Um, yeah, so uh, Boston and Toronto, I don't believe anyone, yeah, no one in the West is clinched, but Boston and Toronto, um, in fact, do have playoff spots at one and two. Cleveland is at three. Um, Wizards at four, Pacers at five. I feel like the seven, yeah, what surprises me is the 76ers and Bucks. Uh, they are really, really, I mean, I guess it's a tough conference to be in, um, the East. Sorry, guys, about that. We had some stuff fall in the back here. Had to clean that up for a minute, but we're back uh, talking playoff basketball. Um, as I was saying, the 76ers and Bucks, uh, really surprising that they're in the sixth and eighth spot. Heat are finally getting back on track, uh, although they are going to have to play the Boston Celtics. Um, so that'll be an interesting series. I'd love actually to see – it, it's great to see that two really good teams are low in the standings because if they stay here and playoff basketball started tomorrow, 76ers and Heat and Bucks raptors Those would be two fabulous series. Um, just on the outside, um, a couple of games back of the Pistons and Hornets. Um, so those two, I guess, if they want, if they could, if they can, uh, could make runs uh, to it. Going to the Western Conference, four teams: the Mavericks, Suns, Grizzlies, and Kings, all eliminated. Uh, so they are not going to be playing any playoff basketball. The Jazz, Nuggets, and Lakers are on the outside. OKC is seventh. As I was saying, a first-round game, you're going to see the Thunder and Warriors if it starts. And then you're also going to see D-Rose and the Timberwolves playing the Blazers. I mean, there's, there's going to be some great NBA playoff uh, basketball going on lately. Or yeah, if, if, the, if it starts, if, if, if it Stays like this. This is what we're going to get. Four really great series uh, and more. Um, So now let's go to the MLB spring training. Yeah, it's it's, it's there. It's there. Um, Definitely. Um, So the Tigers and Mets. uh, I think. Let's see. Uh, 4-4. Interestingly enough, uh, 4-4, the Mets and Tigers tie in a baseball game. I guess they don't do extra innings. Um, Pirates 5-4 over the Phillies. Marlins 5-4 over the Red Sox. Twins 4-3 over the Rays. Blue Jays 8-5 over the Orioles. Diamondbacks beat the Royals 72. Athletics beat the Brewers 2-0. Cubs and Angels 6-1 to the Cubs. The Royals, in a split day, uh, lost both 6-4 six, uh, six this time to the Dodgers. Giants 10-7 to 
over the Mariners. And this is this is one of my points. I've 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 been watching baseball for the past couple of years, and it it just it, it amazes me that scores like this ten to seven that's a first half football score. That's not a baseball score. A baseball score is two zero. Um, or one, two, three, five, something like that. Isn't I've never really known baseball to be that high in scoring. And is it is is it going to become a big scoring sport where there's ten, twelve runs scored a game? Or can we stay like this score? White Sox lose to the Padres two zero. Is it gonna stay like that? And are we just gonna see these breakout games where teams score twelve twelve points? It's it's just you really you don't know, so um, yeah. But I'd I'd love to keep a data sheet of some some sort of the scores, and uh, what's what what these teams are. I mean, the Giants have fourteen hits and scored ten runs, so um, you'll just have to look at that through the season. And yeah, um, as I said, Padres beat the White Sox two zero. Indians beat the Rockies eight uh, five. Braves beat the Yankees. Uh, 3-1. Astros beat the Cardinals 4-2. Reds beat the Rangers 6-2-3. The Yankees, despite uh, this game 3-1 losing to the Braves, they're they're 10-4 right now. Um, I, I don't know. You can say what you want. Jeter's gone. But Jeter's been gone for a while, and they went through a rough pack. But now they have Stanton and Judge. <laughs> it may be a Yankee-Yankee home run derby this year. Um, but I, I see them being great World Series contenders. Um, and now we're going to talk a little bit of soccer. So uh, let's see what scores are roaming about. Can't be very many. Um, as Premier League is indeed going on right now, um, Everton and Brighton Hove Albion are nil-nil. Whenever I talk soccer, I just get into that. Um, I actually play soccer myself, and my coach is British. So when he'll tell us, he'll be like, "Gosh, it's only one-nil." You kind you kind of catch on. So uh, whenever I'm going to be talking about soccer, it's most likely going to be nil, and that means zero. Um, Huddersfield Town and Swansea are 0-0 in the 28th um, with a red card in the 11th. I don't know how I'm going to be able to pronounce his name. A-L-A-Y-E-W. So uh, he's got a red card in the 11th. So Swansea are down to 10 men. Newcastle 1-0 over Southampton. Uh, Kennedy, Kennedy scoring in the second minute. Um, to put Newcastle up. West West Bromwich uh, and Leicester City are tied 1-1 in the 29th minute. Solomon Randon in the 8th and Jamie Vardy in the 21st. Uh, West Ham, West Hampton United and Burnley are nil-nil in the 27th. Uh, earlier, Manchester United beat Liverpool 2-0, two um, teams that are relevant. In the United States, most people at least know about them as Rashford, 
grabs two in the 14th and 24th, and Bailey, an own goal in the 66th. And now still to come at 12.30, it is currently 10.30, it'll be Crystal Palace and Chelsea. In Major League Soccer, Columbus Crew and Montreal Impact square off, New England Revolution and Colorado Rapids, Real Salt Lake and LAFC, Chicago Fire and Sport in Kansas City, Houston Dynamo and Vancouver Whitecaps, Red Bull and Portland Timbers, and Orlando uh, Orlando City and Minnesota United. So uh, that's your rundown for MLS Sports starting at 1 and finishing off with that Minnesota game at 7.30. Spanish Premier Division, uh, Sevilla and Valencia, 14th minute, are locked up at 0-0. Ibar and Real Madrid, 2-1 to Real Madrid as Ronaldo scores 2. Ramos scores 1 for Ibar. Later today at 12.30, Levante and Gatafi um, will get kicked off. And Malaga and Barcelona at 2.45. Uh, going into the German league, um, Bayern Munich uh, are 3-0 up on Hamburg. SV at halftime, Lewandowski with two goals and Ribery with one. Hanover 60 or set 96, um, or 1-2 with SC Osberg. And I'm not even going to try and pronounce those names, uh, the guys that have scored. I'm very bad at pronouncing German names. Um, Hertha Berlin is 0-0 with Friesberg. Friesberg? I I don't know. As I said, I'm very bad at pronouncing some stuff. Um, Hoffenheim is 1-0 upon Wolfsburg. Um, Leverkusen and Borussia Mönchen, something like that. They kick off at 12.30. Um, Serie A in Italy. Um, Javio Verona and Hayaz Verona uh, will kick off at 2.45. Uh, in France, Paris Saint-Germain and Mentz will kick off at 11. Um, that's about it in that one. A couple more games. Um, in the Mexico League, America and Leon at 10 will kick off. Um, yeah, so that's about it. That's about it in soccer. Um, World Cup, it starts off um, with, let me pull up scores here. Yep, starts off. Thursday, June 14th, with Russia and Saudi Arabia in the opening game. Um, so that should be a very exciting game, the Russians and the Saudi Arabians. Um, so, yeah, that's going to get underway. Uh, next, we'll move on to the NHL. Um, as those guys move closer towards their playoffs as well. Um so let's get only four scores um, to record here as the Blue Jackets beat the Red Wings 3-2. Calgary Flames beat the Senators 
Wild and Canucks 5-2. And the Stars beat the Ducks 2-1. And now pretty much for the last bit of this one, we'll go to the NASCAR Monster Energy Cup Series. Uh, Let's see. NASCAR, um, as they are in Phoenix for the Ticket Guardian 500. Um, so can we find a starting lineup? Okay, I'll start a lineup. Xfinity schedule, results, standings. Um, hmm, can't pull it up. Um, but Ryan, uh, Martin Truex Jr. is on the pole for that race. Um, the Xfinity... Schedule, let's see, are they, they're racing, yeah, so let's see. I don't believe that they're racing, yeah, no. Martinsville will be the next time the trucks race. Um, And pretty much the talk of the day. We're going to get back into this as it's gone silent for just a bit too long as we know what it is. The XFL uh, will be returning um, in, I believe, 2020, gimmick-free XFL return. Um, WWE founder Vince McMahon, I believe, is how you, how you, uh, um, is how you pronounce his name. He's going to be returning with the XFL. Features of the returning XFL, the eight teams to start. 40-man roster, 10-game seasons beginning in January, two-hour game time goal, any player with a criminal record precluded from playing. I didn't know that you actually had to put that down, that any player with a criminal record is not allowed to play. Uh, Players will not receive forum to take personal stance on social issues on playing on the field. So that... Is great. Um, I guess this is pertaining to the American flag and national anthem. That was one of the biggest things in the off season, or the biggest things I believe that we're going to see in the off season. Um, but I, I just there has to be change done. There has to be change done. Uh, there's no way that. You can let them go another season doing that. I mean, not only is is it putting a bad image and rep on the NFL, it's putting it's putting a bad image, basically on America, like one of the, one of the top watched sports. I mean, they get millions of viewers per game. You have millions of fans to pack the stands each week, um, and you're and you're gonna let you're gonna let a guy that's getting paid a ton of money, possibly millions kneel and disrespect our country like that um personally i don't believe that it is it is right in any way um so let's pull up some mock drafts for the nfl to finish this off so mcshay's 2018 mock draft 3.0 and uh, this was released march 7th because i looked at the first pick and i was like this can't be. This can't be. Uh, but McShay is predicting that 
the Cleveland Browns with the number one pick after getting um, Tyrod Taylor just yesterday are going to take Sam Darnold. There's no way. There's no way that they are going to pass on having a triple threat like Shaquan Barkley, Jarvis Landry, and Tyrod Taylor. I know... I know Tyrod Taylor doesn't have the best record in the NFL, but give him time in Cleveland with a good wide receiver. What did he have? Sammy Watkins at the best when he was in Buffalo? Um, Yeah, I think he'll fit great in Cleveland. I don't think they need to be taking Sam Darnold. Um, But, yeah, he's he's going to go predicted number one. And uh, hang on, let me find the rest of it. Um, oh, that's only the number one pick, so hang on. Let's go to NFL.com um, real quick. So the trade tsunami hits Cleveland with their triple threat. Um... Not draft people. No. Let's see it. So, this updated March 9th, 2018. This, this, yeah, this is what I'm seeing. This is, these, these top two picks, this is what I'm seeing. Um, Jaquan Barkley at the number one pick to Cleveland. Sam Darnold to number two. Um, I thought, huh. So I guess the Colts now have the fourth pick and the Browns have the third. I thought the Browns had the fourth. Um, but it says Josh Allen. Again, Sam Darnold. You, I, I mean, I guess you could put him, him at the backup and let him grow. But really, how many, how many times do you think you're going to use him? Um, you're really going to spend this pick. I'd say go get, go get Calvin Ridley for uh, build where you really need it, not where you just you just want to grow players. I mean, that's the problem with Cleveland. Um, so they got that. Yes, yeah, so they did get it from the Colts. The Colts now have the fourth pick, and it says they will take defensive end Bradley, Bradley Chubb from NC State. Um, not a bad pick. It's going to take at least three years for the Colts to get where they were when Andrew Luck first came. I think Andrew Luck's time is up. I think they need to take a quarterback. I mean, Bradley Chubb's not a bad pick. I'm just saying that you have to be taking um, – you have to be looking into the future, and I, I just don't see Andrew Luck being the guy. Uh, at pick number five, Josh Rosen, quarterback UCLA to the Denver Broncos – I see this happening. If Darnold doesn't go until the fifth round, uh, until the fifth pick, I see it happening. Um, if if Allen, I don't see Allen going at number three that early. Um, but Josh Rosen uh, to the Broncos, not. I, I don't see that being a bad pick. That could be a good pick. Um, it could it could really move the Colt or the Broncos to a West Coast option style offense, uh, which I I, get, I I see them needing. And uh, but if you're gonna run that type of offense, you need a good running back. And I just don't think that the Broncos have that. Tremaine Edmonds um, with pick number six to the Jets, the linebacker, 
from Virginia Tech. Um, it says the Jets could get their quarterback in free agency. So, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is right there. That's that's where they need to start. Um, if they wanna, if they really wanna start and try and get on top and compete. I see the AFC East being probably one of the toughest divisions if the Jets can just get on track. They're the bucking they're the bucking like so like the NFC the uh, NFC South and the AFC East are the exact same. You have the Saints and New England Patriots who are top dogs right now. You have the Bills and Panthers who are just kind of they're on the cusp of getting better. You have the um, Dolphins and the Falcons who have on and off years. And then you have the Bucks and Jets and those two teams they can rebuild. They have the resources to do it. They just won't do it. Uh, but a linebacker from Virginia Tech might be might be the way to upstart that defense. And getting uh, Kirk Cousins in under center and the offense could kickstart that. I, I, there's a lot of moves that they could take. There's a lot of paths they could take. I think the right one is starting off by getting Kirk Cousins. With pick number seven, Minka Vince Patrick, the defensive back from Alabama. Um, I don't see it being a bad pick. They could use a good defensive back. With pick number eight, Quentin Nelson, the offensive guard from Notre Dame. Um, you really do need something to protect Mitch Trubisky. I, I do think Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky is a good quarterback. Um, and if you can just get someone to protect him, I think he'll be good. Pick number nine, Roquan Smith from Georgia. Let me tell you, if he if he doesn't tank in the NFL, he is going to be an all-time great. I'm calling it right now. Roquan Smith could be an all-time great from Georgia. 49ers, that's where you start. You got Jimmy G out there who's going to lead this team. I'm predicting a three-loss season. 13-3 and for the 49ers. And they're going to go to the divisional round and lose. And the only reason... I think is because they haven't been to the playoffs in about three years. I think it's been three years, maybe four, since they've been to the playoffs. Um, but I'm, I'm saying 13-3, and they lose in the division round. Um, pick 10, Denzel Ward to the Raiders, uh, corner from Ohio State. Raiders, I had high hopes for them, but if Derek Carr can stay healthy, they got this. So, uh, Pick number 11, this is huge. Now, this is huge. Baker Mayfield, quarterback Oklahoma, could go to the Miami Dolphins. You still have Tannehill got hurt in that preseason game and completely flew off the map. I mean, like you might as well if you're gonna if you're gonna play him like this, just 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 get him out, just get him out of Miami, put him on the free agent market, see who wants him. I mean, let's see, I'm trying to run down the quarterback list here. Arizona could use him. Arizona could use Ryan Tannehill. Make a trade right there. Get another pick. Get another pick. Um, get pick 15. Or, or uh, I don't know what their second round pick. I, I assume it's the second, the second 15 pick. Get that pick. Send Ryan Tannehill there and get more resources. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I see this being a good pick, but I don't see the Dolphins using Tannehill right Pick number 12, the Bengals, Vita Vey, the defensive tackle from Washington. Um, not, I'm not familiar with Vita Vey, um, but 
a defensive tackle could be the answer in Cincinnati. Uh, Andy Dalton's a star in Buffalo. Not so much, I don't think, in Cincinnati. Pick 13, Derwin James, the safety from Florida State. The Redskins and Giants are competing right now for the bottom of the NFC East next year. Uh, something like that. Um, maybe Derwin James is the answer. Um, I don't know. Um, but they need a wide receiving core and a backfield before they're going to get anywhere in the NFL. Also, in a line, they need a defense. There's there's a lot, I think, still to fix in Washington. Um, but I think I think there isn't very much you can go wrong with in picking up a, a good, consistent safety at the 13th pick. Pick number 14 to the um, Packers. Aaron Rodgers is back, and this pick should be good. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. I see if Aaron Rodgers coming back, this is a Super Bowl caliber team with Calvin Ridley. Not 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 Calvin Ridley's rookie year, but his second year, I see them being a Super Bowl caliber team. Pick 15, Mike Hughes, corner from UCF um, to the Cardinals. Um, compliment Tyron Matthews and uh, Patrick Peterson. That could be a good pick. Um, the Cardinals need an offense before they're going to do anything else. Pick number 16, Mike McGlinchey, offensive tackle, Notre Dame. Um, to the Ravens. Ravens are, an, are a team that have just kind of dropped off the map. They had those, they had that Super Bowl year in 2013, but they're they're off the map. That was five years ago. They got to move on, and they got to they got to start looking to get back on the map. Um, hmm. Leighton Vander Ish, the linebacker from Boise State, to the Chargers. Um, with Joey Bosa on that defense. Um, that could, that could be a good defensive kickstarter for the Chargers. I see the Chargers making big runs to win that division in the next couple of years. Defensive end from University of Texas, San Antonio at pick number 18 to the, um, Seattle Seahawks, Marcus Davenport. When you just lose Michael Bennett, and Richard Sherman, that team is breaking apart. So you got to start a rebuild. This is where you start that rebuild, Seattle. You get, I don't know if I want these words to come out of my mouth. You want to get rid of Russell Wilson. He's dead. He's done. He can't can't do anything else. He's old. I mean, what was his rookie year? 2012, 2013, something like that. He's six years in. You have to get rid of him. And I'm going to say this as a Panthers fan. It's the same thing for the um, Panthers. You got to get rid of Cam. Um, next up, Tavin Bryant to the uh, to the Cowboys. Rashad Evans to the Lions. Mar, Mar Maurice Hurst. Uh, Bills actually with two back-to-back picks. That could be crucial if they can play their cards right and get two two futuristic players. Uh, Will Hernandez in the 22nd pick. 
Um, Harold Landry, Laundry, outside linebacker for Boston College. Hey, what happened last time a linebacker came from Boston College? It was Luke Keekley, and now he's a Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl linebacker. Pick number 24, Justin Reed, safety to Stanford. I see this being a good pick for the Panthers because they just have given away Daryl Worley for a good player. If they can get a good – if Justin Reed is that, is that safety, pick him up. Isaiah Oliver to the Titans. Isaiah Wayne from Georgia to Georgia. Uh, the Falcons getting him. Mike Gisecki. Tight end from Penn State to the Saints. Ronnie Harrison, safety Alabama to the Steelers. DJ Clark, LSU wide receiver to the um, Jags. The Jags, yeah, that's what they need. They need another wide receiver, essentially for compliment to compliment uh, Allen Robinson and D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook, Leonard Fournette, that's the future. Get Blake Bortles out of there. Get another quarterback in there. Jerry Alexander, the corner from Louisville. Josh Jackson um, from Iowa to the Patriots. And this, I've heard about Ronald Jones. He's a great, great player. Putting him in Philadelphia could be a risk to the NFL in Philadelphia winning back-to-back titles. Um... But yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, that that could be dangerous. That could be dangerous. Putting Ronald Jones to the Eagles. But we will not know until the actual draft rolls around in April. Um, we will be doing a podcast, um, a podcast probably live during the selection show and the draft. So uh, stuff like that. I'll be like watching it and I'll be giving you guys updates. Of course, you guys when these get out. We'll probably already know. Um, so, um, but it'll, it'll still be fun. I'll give my input and everything. But thank you guys for listening to this first podcast. Um, uh, the audio isn't great, um, just due to where I am. But hopefully, you guys like it and we'll come back for more. Um, please. Keep fo- keep following the podcast. Keep listening. DM me if there's anything certain you want to hear or anything you'd like to talk to me about. And um, hopefully you guys have a good day. And I'll see you guys later.